748 on the crosstalk on WIZM post-election. Winners and losers. Well, that's going to be, I, I don't know. We, we certainly can't talk about the winners and losers of the election. But uh, winners and losers with regard to Wisconsin holding a primary when uh, it seems all other states have uh, decided not to do that. Was it a giant nasty show? I don't know. Some people thought so. Dr. Joe Heim, our guest on the Crosstalk. Good morning, doctor. Uh, What was your election experience yesterday? Uh, I voted absentee, Mike. So uh, it was one of those Ah. uh, one-third to one-fourth of the public uh, that actually voted that way. And I, I thought it worked out real well. I did talk to a number of my friends that voted and uh, confirmed basically what you've heard from others, that uh, there were very few problems. I've got to say the county clerks in the La Crosse area have done a really marvelous job. They, uh, they were well prepared for this. They thought their way through it, and that's why it was so smooth. So I uh, compliment uh, the area, Jenny Denkmeyer especially. Yeah, yeah. Her, uh, she has great skills and should stay in that position for a very, very long time. I am real curious to know, uh, Doctor, since uh, there doesn't seem to be any differential with regard to uh, the national news stories and and uh, all the news stories that I have read, or the, the vast majority of them talking about Wisconsin election uh, experience, talk about waiting in line for hours and hours, huge long lines, uh, voter suppression, and of course, the vast majority of those stories come out of Madison or Milwaukee, uh, where polling places were shut down. What do they have? Five out of 180 polling places available in Milwaukee. That's voter suppression, isn't it? Yeah, I'll tell you. That's uh, if you want to complain about voter suppression, uh, Milwaukee and Madison. Madison, I think, had 66 out of 92, so roughly uh, close to one third of them were out. Uh, Kenosha, Green Bay. Green Bay, I understand, had only two of 32 that were open. Uh, La really? Crosse, by the way, was, we had eight out of 13 in the city of La Crosse. And other than that, everybody stayed open. So uh, you do wonder about that. Uh, where what's, what's the problem here? Obviously, many Wasn't other there... counties were able to figure it out. Yeah, well, and... and... Uh, uh, clearly, La Crosse County was able to figure it out. Everybody but Madison and Milwaukee, it seems, got the word, vote early. Vote uh, in-person absentee, vote absentee, get your ballot, get it get it quickly, fill it out, send it back. And, and in, in Milwaukee and Madison, maybe they don't have radio uh, over there or TV or they, they, those, the voters had no way of knowing that there would be any kind of delay at the polling place. So they got up yesterday morning and thought business as usual. There's nothing that's going to get in the way of my easy voting. And they are the first ones to complain. They had to wait for 90 minutes or two hours before they could vote. I, I don't understand how ignorance of some voters turns out to be uh, a political party holding people down yeah it's uh in, in this particular case uh, there's you know there's a lot of evidence that uh, democratic voters tend to decide later they're a little less uh, as a group they're a little less organized republicans in wisconsin especially have figured out how to get their vote out uh they were using robocalls uh, direct mail phone calls uh, I, I can't tell you the number. I've had five or six calls here, uh, basically, uh, about getting the vote out. And even there were some uh, on Tuesday morning, believe it or not, saying they, wow. they obviously had put those things together right away as, based on Supreme Court decisions. Uh, you got robocalls saying you got to get out and get your absentee ballots in today or it doesn't count. 
I was amazed. They, uh, they, the parties have, uh, Democrats aren't quite as well caught up in terms of organizing and getting out the vote as the Republicans are. That's part of the reason uh, why the Republicans wanted to go ahead with this vote. They, they knew what they were doing and they got their vote out. Well, and uh, whose fault is that then? Uh, with Democrats uh, 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 crying that the election is unfair, it puts people's uh, health at risk, their lives at risk. And uh, they don't mention, because we haven't been able to get the word out to our voters, so we want to cancel this altogether, postpone it until July, and by then we'll have everybody voting. Yeah, Democrats have to get, as a party, Election. in the state of Wisconsin uh, and elsewhere, have to get a little more organized uh, to, to get their vote out. Yeah. Republicans are ahead of them on this thing. How many lawsuits do you suppose will be filed at 4.05 next Monday? Uh, at least a few. Uh, you know, there used to be a line about certain laws that get passed that it became a full employment law for, for lawyers. Well, these are full employment uh, elections for lawyers. <laughs> I, I'm Yikes. amazed at how fast these uh, the courts can act and uh, get their decisions out. Have you ever seen the U.S. Supreme Court and Wisconsin Supreme Court act in a matter of a total of one day? I, I gotta no, say that. I have not. Well, normally it takes them months and months to do things, but uh, when they want to act fast, they can now, the lawyers, obviously, were keeping real busy the last couple of days, and they will be in, into the future, I'm sure. Well, and uh, and all of those cries from officials, we don't have enough workers, uh, we don't have enough volunteers. Many of the poll workers are paid. Many of them are volunteers. I know that uh, the National Guard was deployed statewide to help out in some communities. It may have been more a matter of closing those polls, uh, it, in essence, uh, using uh, COVID-19 and health risks as a reason, uh, and and Scott Robert Shaw's comment this morning, some people absolutely hate it. Other people are hoisting him on their shoulders and are crying to the heavens that uh, it, yesterday's uh, election was horrible. We are going to see all kinds of lawsuits come next week when the election results are, uh, are, are made. Is it all going to be worth it? Well, I, uh, you mean the, the election yesterday? I, I'd say it's worth it. Yeah, yet. well. Uh, and most people figured yeah. it out. Uh, I think they're wasting their time with the lawsuits, but, uh, you know, you never know about that stuff. I, I, the biggest concern yeah, well, I that... have, Mike, is next November. Uh, it seems to me that this gives us plenty of warning that we're going to have to be better prepared. Either we're going to be doing more voting by mail, more absentee voting, but we really have to do something. And this is one of the areas where I think both parties ought to agree that it's a good thing to be prepared in advance. Well, and how do you suppose between, let's say, next Tuesday and November, how will both parties prepare their constituents, their their block, their base, to uh, to uh, vote in November? I can't imagine that COVID-19 will still be an issue, uh, but there will certainly be uh, attempts to keep voter numbers down. How are both parties going to activate their base on this very, very important election. Well, it seems like it comes out to money, Mike, doesn't it? Uh, you know, one of the, one yeah. of the, some states, there's several states that actually vote almost entirely by, by uh, mail. And it would seem to me that that's, uh, that's going to be a money issue. And that's, uh, that, and Congress, of course, they're partying about it. The uh, Republicans don't want to spend that kind of money. Repub- Democrats want to spend more money on, uh, on elections. So, uh, you know, they, they've got to agree on something here. There was, I believe, about, uh, if I remember right, around $250 billion in that, uh, I'm sorry, 200, about $250 million in, uh, 
in that uh, the, the, the third law that they passed last week uh, that's supposed to help get voting, you know, voting uh, issues basically. But they obviously they they need to spend a lot more on that. If they're going to have um, voting by mail or absentee ballots, they've got to do a lot more. It's going to cost cost a bit, but frankly, I think it's worth it. Do you you think to spend the money to make the uh, election safer and uh, uh, get the word out more, spend the money getting the word out to uh, uh, voters uh, will be worth it in the long run? Yes, I do. I, I think this is the element of democracy that uh, is most important. Elections, uh, elections are the basis of democracy. If we don't have good elections and safe elections that people can rely on, uh, we're not really a true democracy. So I, I are we ever going to government? Go ahead. Michael. Well, are we going to be that uh, that true democracy? Will there be a time when Republicans and Democrats can look at election results and say, yeah, well, my guy lost, but uh, it was a fair fight and let's move forward? Yeah, when is that, <laughs> when is that going to happen, Mike? Uh, yeah, I, I, I just wonder. Beginning to look at the legitimacy of the election already and, and thinking of how they're going to respond if they lose. That's sad. Well... I have heard from a number of people on our talk and text line this morning that all of this was set up specifically for lawsuits with the uh, results. In case their guys don't win, lawyers are, as you mentioned, already uh, pointed toward the courts, ready to go. They'll just fill in the names, fill in the blanks, and uh, take their lawsuit to court. Mike, we've had one election, uh, 2000, election 2000, which ended up in the courts. That was a sad commentary on the way we do things, and hopefully it never happens again. If we don't know who the president is or next president is the day after the election, I think we're in trouble. And I think 20, uh, right. you know, the 2000 was an example of that that I don't think we want to go through again. By the way, uh, you're being reminded that we are not a democracy. We are a representative republic. I get I get what the caller or the texter is saying. The bottom line, however, is that uh, free uh, elections are made much more difficult when uh, the two parties, uh, the two major parties involved, spend all their time in court trying to get uh, their people elected through uh, through the court system as opposed to the ballot box. Whether you're a democracy or a representative republic, trying to keep those representatives, those rep, that representation down is uh, not a good thing, not, not to help move forward. Uh, should the elections in November be done differently, or should we get back to... If COVID-19 is under control, of course, back to normal uh, elections by November, you think? I, I kind of think they we're not going to be quite back to normal in November, Mike. I'm not a doctor. But, no, uh, you don't think so. My impression is that this is yeah. going to go on longer than people think. I kind of counted the months. Wuhan finally opened up as a city. I believe it was yesterday or today. Uh, and that's five months. So you think about the, the length of time it might take to get over this. On the other hand, uh, you know, we do things a little faster here, and uh, one would hope that the, the medical community is going to come up with some solutions that can help us. I, but I don't think we're going to be back to normal uh, next November. And it does give government All right. you know, months to get ready for it. We'll wait and see. Dr. Joheim, thanks very much for talking with us this morning. Notice I didn't even mention the lack of humor that... W-